And now, Wolf Bites Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home actually from tour. Hey guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Bites DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic. How's it going, Wolf Pat? Chris Lehman back here with another edition of Wolf Bites Open Mic Podcast today. Joined by an artist whose most recent release with Annalisa Franklin has been jumping up our top 50 Asher Postman. Asher, how's it going today, man? Pretty nice. nice. Yeah, I just uh, got a workout in and nice. just been kind of uh, planning on some new like visuals for stuff I'm working on. Nice, nice. So uh, I guess I'll start. Um, I know I was, was looking through your YouTube channel and your, your vlog. Um, you went up to Michigan for a while during quarantine. Are you s- still up there or you're back in, in Nashville now? I'm back in Nashville now. Right. Yeah, I... I'm from Michigan, so I was at my parents' house for a while, but got back, yeah. So how long did you spend up there? I saw I saw you, you had some fun blowing up some stuff with dry ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a whole month, which was really nice because I went there. Um, kind of the idea was to get away and focus on a new project that I'm working on, um, an EP. And so it was kind of nice to go back to the original house that I started making music in. And like, just hang out with the family and kind of get inspired back in like the original way. Uh, and and I want to kind of start there as well with with how you started in music. It it's pretty atypical, I think, because you you grew up on a farm in Michigan. What was was growing up on a farm in Michigan like? What was a, a day a typical day like? Yeah, I um I actually grew up in the inner, inner city until I was fourteen, and then I moved to the farm then on. And at that point, like when I was fifteen, is when I started making music. So yeah, I did start on the farm. And it was just kind of like a, a interesting contrast of like growing up in the city and then moving to the farm. And we, we didn't have like a farm that was um, like a production or anything. It was more of a hobby farm. So for me, it was often like waking up early and like helping my mom set up a fence for the cows or something or collecting eggs or mowing the lawn. We had about 25 acres or we have 25 acres. And so it's just various. Like we kind of did like everything. We had like cows, chickens goats and then we like had a garden and all that stuff so i just kind of helped out wherever help was needed uh, and so you started in the inner city is that where you started with your musical interests like where did where did the inspiration to, to start working in music and get into music get uh, come from yeah i actually i started playing piano when i was eight and so i was just kind of interested in making music or just like playing music and i started noticing that i started like catching on to little details in songs that other people weren't really listening to. And I just became really fascinated with the different parts and songs. And so I kind of started experimenting on this like cheap keyboard I had, just recreating songs that I liked, like the final countdown for whatever reason I was obsessed <laughs> with that song. And so I like recreated all the synths on like the keyboard. Um, and that was like my very first like beginnings with music. And then my brother had this flip phone that had like a techno song as his mm-hmm. ringtone. And for some reason, I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. So I like, I made my very first techno song on a keyboard when I was like 14. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was the very beginning. <laughs> so uh, what led to the move to Nashville? And when did you when did you make that move? Yeah, I moved here nine months ago. And I kind of always had the idea ever since early on that I kind of knew that I wanted to be at a music city eventually just because of making connections and having people to work with and all that. So it was like in the back of my mind for a long time. 
and I just like wanted to wait till it really seemed right. And I started getting some connections with some labels here, and I had a friend um, who I made, a lot, who I make a lot of my songs with. Her name is Annalisa Franklin. She's on my recent song "Walk Away." Um, she moved here, and so I knew that if I moved here, I could collaborate with her a lot. And so it just finally made sense, and nine months ago I moved here. So, And as you bring up Annalisa, I'll jump ahead there because I want to talk about your music a little bit too. Uh, how did you start making music with her? How did that friendship come about? Because she's from L.A., I think, right? She's from Arizona, actually. Arizona, okay. I, no, actually, no, she is originally from L.A., I think, okay. but then lived in Arizona, I think. Okay. Um, and so I actually found like these random – they're called 99 Goon Squad. It's like mm-hmm. this – um, social media duo these twins and they reached out to me on Instagram like probably three years ago and they said they liked my stuff and so I checked out their stuff and I noticed that they made a song with this girl named Annalisa Franklin and I really like noticed that she was really talented in songwriting and singing and so I sent her a DM and I was like hey I have this instrumental it's called Going to the Sun um, I was wondering if maybe you'd be interested in writing something on it and singing it and she's the first artist that actually followed through with making a track to my or making a top line to my song and it like blew me away because it was just like perfect for the track and yeah I instantly loved her work and we just kind of like started talking more and eventually became pretty good friends so yeah it was it was just a dm at first <laughs> and so is that kind of how the process has gone working with her or is it, it kind of gone back and forth where she's throwing you some vocals to work with and you've thrown her you know some some other things to work with some samples Actually, so far, it's always been that I have a track first. Push it back, they're coming back. All the things we left unsaid is killing me. The memories keep messing with my head. You're testing me and telling me there's some things that you regret. I guess I wish it didn't end like this. song say mm-hmm. i sent her that track and she wrote the top line all by herself over it um and that's how we did going to the sun as well and then once i started meeting up with her in nashville i wrote with her a few times taking trips while i still lived in michigan i would take a couple trips here to nashville we wrote together and kind of got the feel for that and then when i moved here we started working together more in person And so the way that walk away started was I had that instrumental already and we were both in the same room and I showed it to her and she loved it. And then we wrote it together from there. So it usually does start with a track and then she either writes something or we both collaborate on writing something together. 
And, and what has been the, the best part about working with her? What's been your favorite part about, about working with Annalisa? Uh, just that she's an incredible person. She's so fun. And we like get we get along super well. We're just really great friends. And so every time we hang out, it's just like, every, or every time we write, it's just like we're hanging out and having fun. And I think a lot of time that brings out really great art when we have like a close friendship like like that. And I also wanted to talk about uh, your YouTube channel because, um, and this is, I guess, the first question I'll, I'll pose to you because uh, it seems like you're you're almost as much kind of a YouTube content creator as you are a, a producer, it seems. You do a lot of kind of how-tos uh, about the, the music you make, uh, but you also have your, your vlog um, and some other kind of meme videos and meme remixes you do as well. Um, how do you see that in the way that it, it kind of plays into your music career? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I sort of stumbled into the YouTube creator life. I always like, I posted my beats and remixes and stuff on YouTube early on with the hopes that they would blow up. And they never really did, but um, I eventually made a couple viral videos. Like, I recreated the song The Middle by DJ Snake using a peacock call. And that, <laughs> that blew up on Facebook and then translated to YouTube. And then I made my Dubai was lit trap remix where I took the kid on anesthesia <laughs> saying crazy things and turned it into a rap song. <laughs> and that one really did super well too. And that like gave me a ton of subscribers. And at that point I was kind of a nobody. I was just making music and no one was really hearing it just cause it's kind of hard to get heard when you're getting started. And I just kind of realized that making funny videos and also tutorials was the best way to get people to at least know who I am at the very least. And so I sort of over time turned that into a strategy to kind of get eyeballs on my name and who I am and my logo and everything. So nowadays I'm very strategic about the content I make and it's like, yes, it's it's for YouTube content, but it's also like pushing people towards my music and trying to make that all come together as kind of a marketing strategy. Uh, and you were talked a little bit about some of the, the meme remixes, like the, the Dubai was lit. Um, you did the Walmart yodeling kit as well. Um, right. So you do, you do a lot, even in, in some of the, the music uh, that you do uh, outside of the YouTube content um, that includes some vocal sampling and some sound sampling. Um, I guess I used an avocado uh, at one point as well. Yeah, yeah. How do you come up with those different ideas? Because that's something that's, I think, a little bit more unique to you is, is using different samples to create sounds um, and not just using, you know, what's on the computer. Well, I appreciate the compliments. Um, yeah, I think YouTube actually has helped me with that. Like, kind of stumbling on the idea of turning a meme into the song, I'm, like, forced to take unlikely audio bits and turn them into music. And because of that, also, like, with avocados and stuff, it kind of plays into the humor of the video. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, the purpose that I that I do that for YouTube. And I guess it kind of just translates, since I'm used to doing that and I'm practiced doing that through YouTube, it kind of translates to my other music too, which actually I didn't really think about until you brought it up, so it's <laughs> a great point. And, and what do you, is there anything kind of that you're looking for when you pick those samples or is it just a, a sound that sticks out? Yeah, a lot of times when I'm using those like random sounds in my actual songs, it's just that I have this idea in my head of, of a certain rhythm or a, a loop or something and I just can't find anything in my library that matches that. And so I just try to find some random item in my house that I can make that noise with. And then I'll like kind of record that and then just 
transform that into a sound that I was kind of hearing in my head, and it ends up becoming something more unique, which which I think is great. There are only a couple of things left that I wanted to, to talk about with you. You know, what's coming up for you? I know you mentioned you had an EP that you went um, that you were kind of focused on when you were up in Michigan. Is there anything you can tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, this is uh, an idea that I've had kind of developing since like a year ago, and I haven't put all of my energy into it until now. Um, I'm starting to develop a real plan now, and so I'm in the process of creating it at the moment. But it's really exciting for me because it's the first time I've really felt like I have a project that's completely inspired and like I have a very specific vision for. And so currently right now I'm I'm finishing up a few other songs to release in between that period, but I'm also like putting like 90% of my energy into creating this new project. And uh, I don't think I'd seen, you haven't done any touring yet, have you? Is Is touring something that you've looked at much? Yeah, no, I actually haven't. I haven't really played any live shows at all besides maybe some like youth group events at my church. (laughs) But um, yeah, that's something I would absolutely love to get into. It's a little bit tough to get into that world. Especially right now. Yeah. 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 And I'm kind of in this, in like the stage of figuring out what that would look like for me. And I would love to make a, a unique kind of way of doing shows rather than just a traditional DJ set or whatever. So it's something I'm kind of working at. All right. And is there anything like outside of music, particularly with maybe a little free time now with you know everything that's going on with the pandemic that you've kind of been doing or dabbling in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've always loved longboarding. So like going longboarding, I've been thinking about picking up skateboarding a little bit too, again, just to try to do some tricks. And I've been playing a lot of Fortnite and Valorant <laughs> with my friends. Um, <laughs> And I just went rock climbing the other day. I love just doing all sorts of fun things, non-music related. I, I think that helps keep me happy and inspired. So I think that's really important. So how have you, uh, so you're kind of new to Fortnite, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. Do you, how do you like I'm it? I'm kind of late. <laughs> late to the party. Um, I love it. It's it's really fun because because of the like communal aspect. Like when you mm-hmm. can play with your friends, I think that's super fun. Because you're like, you enter this world, like this, this, alternate reality that you're it's almost like sort of a reality because you're playing with your friends Mm -hmm. and i just really love that i'm not super good at it uh my buddy steven is a lot better than me who i play with all the time but we we managed to get some victories so yeah yeah awesome awesome well hey asher thanks for taking some time to talk to me today really enjoyed it and wish you all the best man yeah hey dude i super appreciate it like yeah that means a lot for asher postman i'm chris layman thanks for tuning in to this edition